it's the TX Water Polo Podcast. I'm James Smith in Austin, Texas. That is Joe Linehan in uh, San Antonio. And uh, uh, it's been a while, Joe. It's like, yeah. I think you yeah, forgot how to use podcast. your computer for a moment there. It was very frustrating. Well, I don't know if it's just me here, but uh, oh, yeah. it, it's uh, it's one of those things where, yeah, this is our second podcast of the year. We used to do these each week, James. What happened? Yeah, you had a child. That was your oh. choice, and uh, <laughs> I I resent it. And you know, you're, the the show suffers as a result. And I think we're going to start going back to once a week here now that high school season started. So, well, look, high school season makes things really rather easy, to be honest, right? So the subject matter is spread all over the state. The people are super passionate about it. There are all these teams that we can talk about, um, all the different, you know, the, the different regions, et cetera. So we're going to get into that in a moment. But yeah, that's for sure. Like the high school season is sort of the highlight of the year. And now that you mention it, two high school seasons this year, I mean, that's going to be great. Just great. Um, okay, uh, we'll start with Spin Law that uh, completed the. Uh, by the way, just anecdotally, we had um, the team from Barbados come and scrimmage with us. They were they were so cool. It was just great to see teams from all over the place come into town and participating in Spin Law. And of course, Joe Linehan was there on the deck watching the entire thing. How did it go? It was great. It was great. I mean, thank you so much to Tom and his group there at Longhorn Aquatics for hosting, for for being the local host. Um, but, uh, yeah, there were teams from the East and West coast. Um, we had 21 men's teams and eight women's teams. So we had 29 total teams. So the last time we ho- um, hosted this event was in February of 2020. Wow. And we only, and we had 30 teams then. So I was expecting only about 20 total teams maybe for this year, still coming out of COVID kind of a little bit. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, a lot of teams were excited to come to Austin. We, we played what? 63 games in two days, basically 24 hours. It was great. Yeah. And, and everybody it, was able to get home for the Super Bowl. That's it. Yeah. That's that's what I was going to mention. It's like the last games are at 2.30 on Sunday. And so you obviously you have all these uh, teams from outside the state who are flying back as quickly as possible to get to get home. Or they're hanging out so they can watch the game and then going home later. But yeah. It's, it's, it, it, in order to get out that early, we had to start the games at 7 a.m. on Sunday morning. I'm sure they were delighted And by that. people were loving that. And then I go, do you want to stay later? They're like, no. I go, exactly. <laughs> it's time to rally. You guys came to Austin. You had a good time. It's time to rally. 7 a.m. Let's go. Yeah, It's not like the top teams were playing at 7 a.m. It was kind of the middle teams so yeah you know that's a little bit of segregation there that's fine um on the women's side nyack new york athletic club won they beat uh, pegasus 12 to 2 in the final match and on the uh, golden girl where's golden girls from actually i i don't i don't i'm not florida, I'm not florida. oh cool florida. good for them um on the men's side uh the olympic club beat nyack in the final by one you said that game was uh, pretty darn good and uh 8-7 according to the score sheet and pegasus placed third i for i don't you know, Pegasus is obviously becoming a very good Masters team. They won uh, Masters Nationals. Um, so it's fun to see them playing against these teams. Oak Club and Nyack are obviously the teams to beat in a lot of ways. But uh, Pegasus is competitive. It's really good. No, I mean, and Dallas Masters or Pegasus Dallas Masters, yeah, yeah, depending yeah. on how you want to call them. They, I mean, they've always had a very good uh, Masters team. And Spin Lab kind of is one of those events where, you know, it's a team in name, right? Yep. But there's other people that play for that team. Of course, mercenary. Um, and, and that's not just with Pegasus. That's with all the different oh. clubs, Hops and Austin, et cetera. So that's, I mean, I, I mean, I even saw the UT uh, uh, alumni. Exactly. Um, yeah, was it Axel, Axel Rodriguez was playing for the UT uh, alumni? 
and he was wearing his Texas A&M suit the entire time. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, but, um, but like, you know, it was, it was good to see. It was, a, it's a lot of water polo and everybody's really, really going up and down the pool. Great. The first day, the second day, they're dragging a little bit, but oh, I mean, it's, and I think everybody kind of, kind of had a good time. Um, again, thanks to the UT swim center. I mean, we, that was the first time back there in two years and, um, hopefully we can have a lot more events. They're kind of moving forward. It would be and nice. congrats to Nyack women and the uh, Olympic club men. Yep. Very good. Um, that was, uh, the most recent, oh, and by the way, I also yeah. coach too. Yeah. I mean, coaching quote unquote, I suspect, you know what I mean? It's like masters, Joe. It's like, just here you go in, you know, like, wh- what are you doing tactically? Nothing. No, no, no. This was 18 U girls playing oh, okay. that tournament. Never mind. So, um, All right. And it was just, we, I mean, we, I'm the one that ran the tournament and did schedules. So I was, uh, I would prefer to have an 18 women's. <laughs> division rather than a seven team so i entered my 18 year girls from san antonio how fun is that and their first game they had a good time and i try to make sure that they had a very positive experience yes they played nyack in their first game that's i'm seriously that is so much fun i mean and i mean we we they celebrate like they won the super bowl kind of when they scored their uh, their (laughs) lone goal with a minute to go in the game (laughs) that is awesome um, and no but the girls did great they were yeah they, they were listening they were working hard um, they got better. They and they learned how to play defense. Their heads were spinning. Yeah, well, you could imagine that Nyack would teach them a quick lesson in that for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, good times. All right. No, no, it was it, it was a lot of fun. So, and we're hoping to just keep expanding that event and get, keep it getting bigger and bigger each and every year. So, very good. Maybe uh, another pool even in play uh, in in Central Texas, but that's a different story. Uh, Austin College um, is a bummer. I was going to talk to Coach Mark Lawrence a couple weeks ago before they headed off to Brown, and then they did not head off to Brown. They got snowed in, uh, iced in, I guess at the time, um, and that's a real bummer because it takes four games off their schedule. They were they were uh, scheduled to play Brown, Pomona, Marist, and Siena. Those are those are good opening season games, and then obviously the, all of that got canceled. They, they couldn't go anywhere. That's the bad news. The good news is that they're off to uh, Thousand Oaks, California, where there's no such thing as snow. So uh, this weekend they're playing Cal Lutheran, Fresno Pacific, Long Island, and Chapman. I'll bet Long Island's delighted to be out there too. Um, well, I just I just hope, and probably by the time people are, are listening to this, we, would, we will know if they've actually made it out there. But yes, not true. necessarily the snow in brown – that was the issue. No, it, was it wasn't. Just, it was the conditions Ice. in DFW yep. and getting out and driving from Sherman to DFW airport. So, um, and it's again, it's bad weather again this weekend. So I hope that they get out. I really do. Cause I'd love to see them play. Cause I think they're going to be very, very, very good this year. Based on what I saw, it's like just cold. I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. So you're right. Like it'd be, it, it would really suck if they, if they had to stay at home. Um, segment three of this particular podcast will hopefully be speaking with Mark Lawrence. Still got to work that out, but I think it's going to happen. He wanted to talk last time um, and to preview the, preview the season about three weeks too late, but still to preview and, uh, and talk about this coming weekend. And if not, we'll talk to him next week. Um, so good luck to them, Cal Lutheran. I'm actually going to see um, Austin College play up in Ohio on the 27th of March. They, um, 
Yeah, they play Augustana and McAllister. So I'm going to be in that area anyway. I'm going back to Indiana to watch a game up there. And so then I'm going to drive over to Ohio to watch my, you know, I got a couple of my coaches are playing on uh, on Frost College. So go f- see their one of their final games of the year. So there you go. I'll be there. I, and, and I can't wait to hear about all your bed and breakfast reviews and, yeah, and your foodie critic stuff. So there you go. I don't know. Ohio, Indiana. It's really, okay. I mean, I can do that, but, you know, by the way, bed and breakfast, I'm sorry. And we're moving on, James. I hate bed and breakfast. <laughs> like, I haven't been to one of those in decades. Uh, all right. The uh, Just a couple things. South Texas Winter Champs, you hosted that at your pool a couple weeks ago. Um, that was a um, – I, I mention it because for Central Texas, this is – it's not new, but it is becoming more common where it's it's not exclusively local teams, but it is a real um, encouragement to local teams to just play locally. And so anyway, I heard that went very, went very well. I was a little under weather that weekend, but um, uh, we had good turnout from all of our clubs and it turned out to be a, a very good short one day tournament. Yeah, it was at the Alma Heights uh, Natatorium and yeah, in San Antonio it was great. Um, all the teams played well. Um, we had all the different age groups. We even had a couple of 10 and a uh, couple of 10 new games. Right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is what it's about: giving kids the opportunity to play and compete. So um, we encourage clubs to play as much as they possibly can. So this ten and under stuff again, I was just it's just awesome. I have at least two, three kids in every tournament. It seems like so very, very good. Um, okay, well done with that. We're, guess what's coming up though, Joe? Thunder Spring invite this weekend. Thunder Spring invite this weekend. It's I what you? How many teams did you say are playing? I think there's 27. That's what I heard. So. Uh, I. I I haven't gotten the schedule yet, so I'm heading up there to, to, to coach this weekend. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It's it's a tough call, but I think that's my favorite facility in Texas. I really like Westside. I'm a big fan yeah, of that place. There'll be, there'll be two courses at Westside on Saturday all day from 8 to 8, and then there'll be three courses on Sunday to allow everybody to get out of there a little bit early. But, yeah, there have I think there are six total divisions. There are, There's a 10U division, a 14U girls division, and then 14U, like, Gold division, fourteen U silver division. Oh right, yep. And the, and the and the same thing for the twelves. So, nice. And I think they're and we all know that Thunder does a good job of doing the hosting events, and it'll be a good run tournament, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the results. I'm not going myself. Yeah, see, I knew it. You weren't going. I mean, you have other stuff going on, like having a child. Um, um, I'm going. It'll, I'm looking forward to it as well. They always do a very good job hosting. Um, what else? You know what else is coming up though, real soon? The high school season, Joe. We're going to talk about that next. It's the fiftieth. Um, see. Well, we'll get into that, but it's the 50th season ever for high school water polo. And then obviously we're coming up on the first ever season of uh, sanctioned water polo in the fall. But we will get into that in just a moment. All of TX Water Polo is brought to you advertising free, and we'd like to keep it that way. So we're asking for your help. Show your support by going to txwaterpolo.com forward slash give so we can keep covering the sport we love in the Lone Star State.
Hey, this is Mark Lawrence from Austin College, head coach of the men's and women's Warflow programs and home of our kangaroos. When I'm interested in uh, what's going on with Texas Warflow, I always listen to TX Warflow podcast. James and Joe back with you. Uh, high school season is here, Joe. Uh, it's actually here in the sense that, you know, I've got programming going on for strictly high schoolers and so on. Um, I'm sure you are seeing an uptick probably in your area, you know, because there's more and more interest about that. But the, 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 it's a historic season, Joe, the 50th season overall. And we've covered this a lot, especially over COVID. But it, the, the history of the sport in this state is so interesting because it's been played continuously since 1972, including girls, which is a point of pride. Um, there have been some little glitches here and there, you know, where the season got split between the South and the North and so on. But um, it's it's really something that has been so successful. It has sent off so many athletes to play in college when it is, technically speaking, a club sport. Yeah, it's a testament to all the coaches that got it together back in the 70s. And I know, you know, at the beginning of COVID, we did a big old history of that. So yep. people can go back and listen to those. But um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 going to be fun. This is going to be, you know, this is going to be uh, the last Tisca water polo season. It's going to be the last time we're going to have a really big high school state tournament too. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be at the University of Houston in May, hosted by Clear Creek High School. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, and I think a lot of people are, in one sense, you know, they're trying to enjoy this, like the next, like this this year's high school season, but. Mm-hmm. In another sense, there you have that eye towards um, the fall as well. So, no, no doubt about it. There's a lot of seniors who are going to enjoy their final season this year, um, who won't be here in the fall, obviously. And so, um, I, I just hear interest going way up. But you're right; like, there's an eye on the on the fall that I can, it's just palpable. You can sense it from everybody. So it's extremely exciting. You know, there's obviously there's a, you know, for the West region and in the North as well, there's consolidated stuff going on as well in order to hopefully prep teams for the fall. Um, so it, I, I'm, I'm really excited about it. We're hosting a tournament in a couple weekends. So that's of a particular interest, but, um, we will be resuming our player of the week and rankings that we've done in the past. So listen, coaches, I need your input, man. It's uh, we can't do the rankings without a sufficient number of coaches. And so you will be receiving a notification from me soon about opting into the um, coaches panel. And uh, we'll, we'll do that after spring break, though. I, I think actually Joe turned me that direction. I think that's the right thing to do. So what we're going to do is we're going to just kind of talk about and, give, and kind of give it a little preview today. And then talk about the results over the next couple of weeks and then start the coaches kind of uh, – rankings after after spring break so yep, it's gonna more be official yep but we are going to do the athletes of the week so please submit those accordingly according to whatever james is about to say yep we're going to do um newcomer of the week and then a uh, player of the week keep it a bit simple and uh for both male and female and uh yeah you, you're going to expect to see that pretty soon um so um and the response has been really good in the past so we're, i expect that'll still continue to be very a very popular feature um and high, and high school games have started I think there was a high school game scheduled this past Monday. Tell me. Do you know who it was? No, I have no idea. It's me neither. We're supposed to know all this stuff. I don't know these things. That's that's amazing. Uh, I'm assuming that's in Houston, don't you think? That is in Houston, yeah. Yeah. Have, uh, and like in like the, the only reason I knew that is because I think that I was told that there were some referees that were being assigned games on ah, Monday. Ah, okay. So, um, but yeah. So, but there's a lot of stuff going on. I, I think they're still ramping up and trying to recruit as many referees as possible right now. 
Um, there, we have our um, Southwest Zone Town Hall meeting that's going to be focused on Texas high school water polo, talk about the spring, talk about the fall. That's, uh, that's on Thursday night, um, which, is, uh, which is February 24th. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, the like, tournaments are starting this upcoming weekend. Um, we have some tournaments going on in the Rio Grande Valley, you know, oh, awesome. like, like, like there's a ton of stuff going on. So, um, just again, if you want to referee, go to TA to like TASO.org, TASO.org and Texas Association of Sports Officials. We need as many referees as possible. Yep. And the, you do get paid to referee. So yeah, I heard paid well, actually, I just, you will rumors. get, you will, you will get paid better in the fall, but you still get paid right now. Ah, okay. That, I think that's what I heard was that the, you know, that was a good setup for the fall. Um, the town hall, what's that going to cover? Because my understanding is it's, if you're, so for example, this is, again, this is the last season of club water polo. That means that teams can be established, not necessarily by, for example, the athletic department, they can be done by booster clubs or parents and so on. Is it, does it cover kind of that kind of thing? Like this is how you can create a club for the spring or is it more focused on, you know, what's coming up in the fall? I think it's probably going to be just an overview of the spring and then kind of go around the table. It's going to be a round table discussion about kind of what different coaches are planning on doing for their programs mm-hmm. um, in the fall time. And uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's going to be kind of, you know, it's, we're going to cover a lot of different topics and probably answer a lot of questions from the audience, but uh, yeah, and that, that'll be recorded. That'll be posted at southwestwaterpole.org. And, and it's really for everybody, Joe, would you say? I mean, everybody or- can come like, like, like it's, we're going to have a panel and then it's, it's in the, it's in the zoom webinar f- mm-hmm. uh, format. Yep. So people can be able to ask questions and raise their hand and there's, there's a Q and a button stuff like that. So cool. All right. Yeah. You should do that. There's a lot of people who know what they're doing on that panel. So this is, this is a good thing. Um, who, who do you think is going to be good this year, Joe? Do you have any sense? I mean, let's just start in let's just start in the Houston regions. So I, I think in Houston you're going to have, um, I think this on the girls' side, I think uh, Saint Agnes, uh, Side Creek are always strong teams. Um, down in the South area, you yeah you're going to have like you know Dawson, um, Foster. Yep. Um, so those are like the teams that were strong last year. I think they'll continue to be strong again. Um, I'm, I think straight Jesuit also on, on the boys side. So what are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, you're way, way better at this than me, but those, honestly, those are the teams that came to my mind as well. I'm particularly interested in Dawson. They, they, uh, you know, they graduated, uh, some older, uh, some seniors, but they have a, you know, they've got a pipeline that's actually quite good. And, uh, you know, Daniel Cox does a very nice job with them. They did very well in the final last year. Um, you know, I, I keep hearing things, you know, Foster still is, is, is going to be very good again. So that's pretty cool. Um, for me, obviously I look, uh, I, in my area, in our area, I'm really interested in seeing what is going to happen with your San Antonio area team. So Alamo Heights is a bit of a mystery for me, but we're, I mean, I'm thinking that you're going to be playing a role in coaching those guys up. No, I'm not going to be coaching them at all. Well, Uh, for your club. I mean, there's kids that play club, but there's not a whole, I mean, I mean, that's what I mean. It's, we're still kind of in a a working progress of getting people out can yeah consistently to club but i mean yeah the kids that played are going to be a, a little bit better than the kids that didn't there you go but um 
Northside again in San Antonio is just playing their own little yep. kind, of, kind of district games. Yep. Um, Northeast ISD is actually going to have some teams that are going to be playing. Fantastic with Tisco Water Polo. Those yep. are some major. Those are some pretty good swim teams. So and they're going to come out in, like in full force with boys and girls. So I'm kind of curious and see how they're going to do. Um, as far as the other Austin, obviously the Austin High School, you have you have Round Rock. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's going to be the same teams that I think were successful in the last couple of years are going to be good again. Agreed. I think, uh, the girls are Cedar Ridge and round rock again. I think, uh, the boys are round rock and, uh, Austin and I'm, um, it sounds like Anderson might be coming back a little bit. They had a little bit of a dip. Um, so, um, but I'm, I'm fascinated by this. I'm, I'm looking forward. I'm actually, I'm going to talk to you because I'm putting together the schedule for this coming tournament. And uh, I I really try hard to make it so it's a festival style tournament, it's two games, right? So it's good to get teams up against one another that are competitive. And so I'm yep. really stoked about trying to do that and watch. It's also guys. it's also very important to put together those teams that are new. Yes, correct, and and so. put and put them in a position where they are again competitive or uh, uh, you know with a, a with team that's other. commensurate. Yeah, exactly. So, and I'm really looking forward to seeing. There's a bunch of new teams that are playing for the first time in the West Region. A bunch that so great. Um, that uh, was it a that are going to be playing and, and like you know like Abuda and Hayes and some Leander schools. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. Also looking forward to seeing the like the Rio Grande Valley teams play. Totally. Um, you know, uh, was it? And there might be a little water bowl going on in Laredo and Corpus Christi as well. So. Fantastic. Yeah, you have to share that with us when when you can. It's like what when those things happen because that is such big news to, in my opinion. Um, all right, you head north, but look, it's the same. You know, same arcs. I'm trying to figure out what 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 they've got in their pipeline here, um, and some other competitive teams up there as well. Carol, are they coming back on the boys' side? I'm not sure. So I don't think they, and I don't think they went anywhere. They, I think they've made it to state. So I don't think they've, they had like they disappeared. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be St. Mark's, going to be Carol, um, uh, Flower Mound, Flower Mound, yep, Marcus. I think Hebron will be a lot more successful. That's that's Donzi Lilly's team yeah, yeah, with yeah. Maverick. Um, then you, then on the girl side, it's going to be, you know, obviously not St. Mark's, but you're going to have Flower Mound, Denton Geyer, uh, Marcus, uh, South Lake, and a few others here or there. So, and Keller is going to be good this year too. They so. will. I, I heard that they swam fast, like at States. So yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, well, uh, well, congratulations to South Lake Carroll who won both boys and girls at 6A State. What a stunner. One. What a stunner. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, we talk about swimming in a sort of a lighthearted way, uh, but that's a pretty impressive outcome. And so, yeah, I saw the times from states and it was, uh, I was like, oh, wow, you know, these are really fast. So, but at the same time, I'm very, very happy that the high school season is over. You know how I feel about that. So um, congratulations to those teams and, and, uh, and to all of our athletes, both with my club, your club and so on. We had some really good results. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just... I'm looking forward to seeing, I mean, I've, I've always thoroughly enjoyed watching high school water polo because I'll go, because I think it's an opportunity for the club kids that, you know, to, to be put in a different situation, to be put some, in a different challenging kind of situation where they don't have the other club kids to pass to. They have to be leaders. They have to check their emotions. They have to learn how to help their peers get better and play better and you know there's gonna be some there's there's gonna be some athletes that are gonna be very very good at that there's gonna be others that that's gonna be a challenge 
but I do like watching like the region championships and kind of seeing the club kids play. Um, last year I watched the West region champions and, uh, uh, and like, you know, it was just kind of watching a tournament cause I didn't really know a lot, like a, a whole lot of kids. So I think I'm going to know th- those kids a lot more like this year, right? which is going to be exciting to watch that. Um, also I'll probably be referring a, a, a little bit more than I want to. Oh no, really? Right? Um, yeah. The kids like, will see me come on the pool deck and go, oh, oh. he's going to call everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> Like what was it? Um, but Joe, no, what, I mean, whatever happened to like finding younger referees? Come on, you and I need to be sitting on the sideline just to have an. Well, beverage. I mean, just because we have a living, mean, but there's the West Region um, has a lot more games this year than they had did last year. That so we have like we might have the same amount of referees, but we have the like the need for referees is greater. Like you know, I know like you know there'll be a tournament, a two course tournament going on at Alma Heights, right? Yep. And then there was then there'll be a three course tournament the same day over at Northside. Oh really? Yeah. So like that's going to be a need for like twelve to fifteen referees just right there. Holy Toledo! Maybe and I should do it. Count stuff that might be going on in the Rio Grande Valley. Yeah, that's. I mean, or, that stuff is a really interesting logistical issue. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and plus, plus, you know, this particular spring, you know, you have a couple different people that have like there's a couple different spring breaks that are spread out, and then you have um, Easter that's right in the middle of April. So the number of actual dates that you can play is more unique this year is right. like, it is kind of, is, is kind of limited. So, but, um, but yeah, it's, there's, I mean, there's a lot of very good things that I'm looking forward to. And, um, I wish no, and I wish everybody the best, just yep. enjoy the season, enjoy this last Tisco water pole 50th year season. And then, you know, we go right into the UIL fall of 22 before you know it. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And it's going to be interesting to see the, uh, the high school coaches that are going to have to be coaching during the high school season and scheduling for next fall. Oh, wow. Actually doing some work. Absolutely. I think yeah, that's good. Be, yeah, they're going to be tapping their head and uh, rubbing their tummy at the same time. We'll see if that works. They can do it. They can do it. Um, so that's it. Uh, well, almost it. You know, a couple more things on the agenda coming up, right, Joe? Yeah, we got the uh, um, the Southside Badger Brawl is – I don't know if it's moved, but it's going to be. Uh, we're we're now in San Antonio. We're going to have the Alamo Classic. It's going to be Instead. that same weekend. Replacement. Right? Of, yeah, it's going to be it's going to replace the Southside okay. Badger Ball on April second, third. That'll be for 14, 12, tens. Um, and eight, that's eighth grade and under. Um, that'll be April second, third. Tags is going to be that April thirtieth, May first. That's that's been awarded to Viper Pigeons. It's going to be hosted at the Angleton um, Aquatic Center, which is just south of Pearland. Um, that's where they hosted the VP Octo Polo Fest. Yeah, that's so that, that outdoor pool. Interesting. So those are the USA Water Polo events that are on the agenda here in the next couple months. Um, but uh, yeah, and we also have, and um, we are, I'm in the midst of scheduling the Janai Kerr Tour of Texas. Oh, right. You and I talked about that. Couldn't do it at my pool. It's going to be closed. Yeah. Yep. So we're doing, so he's be doing camps in San Antonio, hopefully okay. in Austin, hopefully in Dallas, hopefully, and definitely in Houston. I'm also going to take him down and do a little quick tour of the Rio Grande Valley. So he's literally doing from the tip of Texas all the way, all the way up to North Texas. Wipe him out, man. You got to utilize him as much as possible as in the state. He's one of the most impressive camp leaders in the entire United States. So that'll yeah. be great. It'll be fun. And uh, was it, um, yeah, water pole is back. ODP National Championships also at the end of the month. Oh, uh, yeah. Tri Valley, East Bay. Got to fly into Oakland, everybody. Make sure you do that. It's not the end of the month. It's the middle of the month. So, but yeah, I'm sure we'll talk about that next week. And um, yeah, there's lots of stuff going on. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
Beautiful. Um, I, yep, I got a couple kids going to that as well, so I'm very excited about that. Well, that's it. Um, we're done, unless there's something else. Oh, I'll see you next week, Jim. Very good. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Telling a friend about the TX Water Polo Podcast and the Total Water Polo Podcast. If you want to support us, go to txwaterpolo.com forward slash give. Thanks to all of you who have done so already. We um, I still keep getting donations. I'm just uh, dazzled by that. I just love it. Uh, but with that, until next week, so long from Austin. When you don't need me, you don't has been a production of TWP Sports, LLC.